Cinema. Welcome back to War of Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, your local metalhead, and with me is... Par the Collector. What's up, everybody? You gave me Push. Yes, man. Very underrated superhero movie, dude. From 2009 has... Uh, what's his name? Is it nine? Really? 2009, yep. Wow. Uh, Dakota Fanning, Chris Evans, Colin Ford. Captain America before the shield, baby. Yep. So, th- I realize this movie is very, like, the reason we do this podcast mm. is because it go it it's a really good representation of what you look for in movies. Mm. And the re- the thing that I, like, hate in movies. I don't want to say hate, but, like... It it doesn't represent what I want from a movie. I figured you might like this one more because it's a superhero, but it's not like a Marvel movie. Yeah. You know, where it's like all landings and, you know, witty banner and shit. Like, I like this one because, like, it's more of a, I don't know, it's kind of like a, it kind of keeps you guessing a little bit. Yeah. And like I said, I like, I like movies where, like, people have gifts or they have abilities, but, like, it's not, it doesn't have to be full on like that. Like that movie Brightburn, a lot of people shit on it. I, I actually liked it because it's like what happens, like everybody just assumes like if a Superman like creature lands on earth, they're just automatically going to be good. And this little kid was a piece of shit <laughs> and just wanted to be a murdering motherfucker, dude. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So I like movies like that. And yeah. That's what I got from this movie when I saw it. I was like, Definitely. oh, this is a different take um, on a superhero movie. Right. A lot of people like this movie. And it it falls into the same category as like Tenet. It's all concept, no story. I haven't seen me. Tenet yet. Oh, you haven't? No, nah, I want to though. Uh, I have it if you want. To. Yeah, I might borrow it. Uh, so, okay, so this whole movie, um, I understand why people like it, and I understand why you like it. It has concept, and it has like it actually has like a heist feel to it. That's what I said. I got. You. I I just like the pace of it. Yeah, and it keeps you entertained. I feel like even mm-hmm. if you're not into that kind of shit. So I was uh, I was watching this, and there were certain parts that I'm like, I remember seeing this, but I don't remember this movie. Mm-hmm. I think when this came out, I was buying like every time a new movie would come out at Walmart, I would just buy it mm-hmm. and take it over to my buddy's house, and we would get fucked up and watched it. I think this is one of those movies that I got f- so high that I just don't remember watching it but i just have like flashpoints of it so i think i've seen this movie but i don't remember it well enough to maybe a mind eraser got to yeah right i think it's pretty cool like some of the uh abilities that people have in this movie <laughs> like even the dumb one like the sniffer like it looked creepy as shit when old boy sniffing the fuck out of that stuff <laughs> but like the fact that he could like see memories and shit from them like, uh, yeah just from the smell i thought that was pretty cool yeah it's it's a really cool concept i like the concept of it so the whole idea of this movie is yeah break it down for me basically like back in the day like mk ultra mm. they uh were experimenting on people and ended up creating people to have these like superpowers and now they're like born with superpowers and yeah, stuff the, like that the first generation had kids mm-hmm. and now the kids are getting them naturally yes so, um, so it starts off with Chris Hemsworth and no, what Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> my bad. You mean, <laughs> you mean Chris Evans, <laughs> Chris Evans. I don't know where I said Chris Hemsworth, uh, Close. Chris, another Avenger. Chris Evans, uh, him and his father. That's mm-hmm. right. And his father's being hunted and he lets his kid get away and he gets killed by the head honcho of the, what? The what division. The division. It's a cool, sinister name, too. Yeah. 
It's always the division or the department or, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's always the evil corporation. I'll fuck with it though. So they're, so they're just trying to kill off the superheroes, right? It's or kids the, or people with the powers. It's the people that were, they deemed too dangerous, like the first gen. Mm-hmm. Like Dakota Fanning's mom, she was the best reader. God, they, I have so much to say about that. But they, yeah, call, yeah. they call them readers because they can see the future, little bits and pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, her mother was so talented that they wouldn't ever let her go. Mm-hmm. And uh, I forget the girl's name, but she's a great actress. She played in Sons of Anarchy. She plays, a, a, they call them a stitch. If you get fucked up, they can they can heal you up. But they can also do the opposite. Yeah, they can also take all the healing away, which is a pretty cool part. I like that later on in the movie where yeah. she shows that. But uh, anyways, her mom was like so strong that they were like, we can't let this bitch go because she can tell us everything. Yeah, so she's like locked in a mental institution for like superheroes or whatever. Or people with I love how they tied that back though at the end of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. I really like that. You want to talk about movies over time that I was super disappointed. Didn't get a sequel. Mm-hmm. This is like one of them. Fun fact. This was set up to be a trilogy. I, I heard that at one point. I didn't know how true it was, but I did hear that. But like they said, this one just didn't do very well. Well, I don't want to like get to the ending, but the ending makes more sense. Now after I heard that, cause at the end I, I was so mad about this movie. I was like, what the, you're really just going to leave it there. But then I found out. Yeah, it cause was, I felt like two years later we were going to get the, the follow up. Right. But the thing is, it didn't make its money back, but it was going against some heavy hitters like in 2009. Yeah. And it was a little before its time. This yeah, is before was, superheroes like yeah, really took re- off. Yeah, this isn't even Avengers that didn't even come out yet. Yeah, if this would have came out like five years later, it probably would have taken off. Honestly, Batman Begins, I think, was like the best superhero movie out at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, the, yeah, it had to be because mm-hmm. Marvel wasn't doing shit but Silver Surfer and uh, yeah, just garbage. Yeah, like well, I mean, the X Men movies are the right. Super Spider Man, Sam like Raimi Spider Man, but that's Sony. That's not uh, right, but it's not Fox. I was just trying to think of like yeah, good yeah, yeah, yeah out, out at the time. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, that's probably like the X Men movies and mm-hmm. Blade. You know what I mean, stuff like that. But there wasn't any like big market for it like it is now or definitely it was it very out it's a billion dollar movie it was very niche so okay i i like the idea of this movie i like the concept of the people having these random powers but i thought everybody did a good job acting in it too like i mean they did okay the, the, the my problem lies with the story mm. so there's no like development um for example so we start off with uh chris evans mm-hmm. he's playing with a couple of paradise you know and then he goes out and he's trying to gamble he's trying to push the dice yeah yeah yeah. no movers yeah he's trying to move the dice yeah, to yeah, land yeah. on the number he the needs. pushers are the people that put right, stuff that in can, your head yeah 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 that can change your mind that that fucked with me i love that me. i love that power like that was the cool <laughs> shit and the way that their eyes, eyes would go black take the tip put the gun in your mouth you already checked it dude's just <laughs> in his head he that was the that was one of those scenes i was like i remember seeing this what right. the fuck but anyway so he's down on his luck he's trying to you know get street gamble is there a name for that street gambling hustle hustle yeah hustling. i guess hustling dice yeah so and then he's trying to move the dice so they land there's no likable qualities here you're down on your luck and you're trying to cheat at gambling mm-hmm. you should get kicked in your face like you did i don't know i just didn't like that well, they ended up. What did they? Didn't they switch the dice on him? 
Did they? I think something happens that he tries to do it. Well, he hasn't learned his power yet. He kind of knows how to move, but right. he's not good at it. Right. That's what it's. That's what the movie's trying to show you is like he's just now discovering this mm. power. But the thing is, is they're using gambling to establish that he's like down in his luck. But the it doesn't come back later in the movie. You know what I mean? Right. They're establishing this thing and then not touching on it back later. Like he should have done something later on in the movie with gambling or whatever. I don't know. That's just how I like stories to be told. If you're going to introduce something, let I don't it play it to his as, character. I feel like it was more of just to show you that he was scraping by to survive. No, you know I, I, mean? I understand what he's, they were trying to he's do in China. Yeah. You know, he doesn't know any people like that. Yeah. This whole know. movie was uh, shot in China. Yeah, it's really cool. I, that's a, another thing I thought you'd love because you're big on cinematography. Yeah, there this, were this movie has so many cool like lights and mm-hmm. reflective shit in it. Like it's a great like looking movie. I feel like too. Yeah, it's really really interesting looking. And there's parts of it that I really like the look of it, but then there's other parts that I'm like, that's fucking ugly. Yeah. Like I don't know, they just turn the saturation up way too much. Like that green. Mm. That mm-hmm. green restaurant, like yeah. you turn the saturation up way too high. Turn that down a little I bit. Love Hurt that, my eyes. I love that fucking shootout though with the mirrors and all that yeah. while they're in that restaurant. Right. I love that fucking scene, bro. Um so yeah, and then he he gets his face kicked in because he lost he he's six thousand dollars, you know, it's showing he's down on his luck. He goes back to his apartment and fucking Dakota Fanning just fucking busts in rambling about whatever she can see the future and they need six million dollars and she's going to show them how to get it this is where you're supposed to be establishing your characters on why we like them why we should care about them but they didn't do any of that they're just establishing just a story it's just something to drive something drive the story forward right i liked her in this movie i don't i never really cared for her as an actress i don't know why i liked her in this and i loved her in man on fire man on fire is the one that i really liked. but she's very you know, there's not a lot of whole acting for her, like, you know, yeah, to do, but, um, but the director gave her free range to dress herself. So she's the one that, yeah, she definitely, uh, it would kind of weirded me out because this is like the first movie I saw her in that she was going for like a more grown up look, mm-hmm. you know, because everything I'd seen her in before, she was just playing a little kid. Yeah. But in this one, she's like got some attitude and some spunk, <laughs> you know, she got some hair dye in there. Yeah. She was fine. She, she shows some range. In then, this movie. And then you go from seeing her in this to fucking Twilight. And she plays a creepy motherfucker in Twilight. Like, oh, yeah? You ain't never seen that? I, I don't remember Twilight. Like, yeah. I watched, I literally watched it once and she, I was like, fuck this. She's like one of the oldest vampires, but she's a child. Oh, yeah? Because she was born a vampire. She's a pure vampire. Mm-hmm. And like, so she'll be a child forever. And like, Oh, really? Yeah. She's like one of the strongest ones. Like, she's their bodyguard type shit. That's pretty funny. Because they're like. Because I think they make a joke about it. Like, the werewolves are like, that's their bodyguard. And she's like, she's stronger than she looks. You see her, like, rip a fucking head off somebody. Like, it's nothing. Like <laughs> They should have yeah. went more in that direction, and I would have cared. I ain't going to lie, bro. You want to talk about a movie that pissed me off so fucking bad at the ending, dude? Mm-hmm. When they have that big old fucking fight versus the evil vampires versus the good vampires. And then you find out it's all in the motherfucker's head. Yeah. Because the fucking future scene, bitch, which you want to talk about a movie that just gives people convenient fucking powers. The <laughs> Twilight series. They're they're vampires, but they don't burn up in sunlight. They just shine like diamonds. Like, yeah. What yeah, the yeah. fuck? <laughs> Baby vampire. People, when they're first turned to vampires is when they're the strongest. Because that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, she's out there fucking arm wrestling the fucking strong one throws his ass like he's nothing 
And I think that's what I all, I think when the world figured out that like, oh, okay, Kristen Stewart can't act for shit <laughs> at all. I don't know. I think they're still trying to figure that out because she keeps getting work. I get it. Like the books and like they made a billions of dollars from it. Like I get the franchise, but it's just like that. I feel like is like the epitome of, yeah, it's just the money. Oh, hundred percent. We're not worried about the story. Oh no. How good this is. If it makes any fucking sense. She keep churning out that money machine. Yeah. I was going to say, it's just printing money, <laughs> which is ridiculous. But, um, so talking about i'm glad you brought that up talking about convenient powers and that's one thing i did hate about this movie mm. is the powers introduced in the movie felt too convenient it to me it felt like this the uh the writer was writing the story and then he's like oh how are we going to do how are we going to deal with this oh we can just introduce this character that has this power and it's like oh that takes care of that mm. and i'll get to some examples because it aggravated it, it frustrated me I like the other one where it's like uh, they can make people not there. Like they can hide them. Shadows. Shadows. I love that shit, dude. See, but that feels convenient, though. Like it's like. Yeah, but that old bitch was covering a whole skyscraper. That's cool shit. That like, was, I mean, yeah, that. She but, was like a 90 year old woman. He's like, you did a good job. You can go home. She's just like, okay. And this fucking building just pops out of nowhere. Like that was cool shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. That's pretty cool. But the whole. But what I'm talking about is. They're looking for this girl. It's the daughter of the one, she's, the she's lady. She's a good actress too. I forget she was her name. pretty good in this. Um, she she was I thought one of the better parts of the movie. Uh, she doesn't know who she is because they have an experimental drug that's supposed to take whatever your power is and just enhance and max it. it so much that you're unstoppable. Although the problem is it fucking kills everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, Nobody's lived through it except right. her. She's the first one to make it and. At the beginning of the movie, you see a lady being walked down a hallway and she just lets go of a little ball mm -hmm. and it rolls and oh, keeps the door, the security door open just long enough for her daughter to get out. Well, for the other girl to get out. Oh, 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 the girl. That's Claire, not her daughter. I, I think her name's Claire. Dakota Fannings. That's her mom. That's her mom. Right, but you don't right. know that until the end of the movie. Which, right. Like I said, I liked how they tied that back in. And that's why I was really looking forward to they're doing a second one because I could already see the second movie in my head. Mm -hmm. You know, the three Dakota, the the girl Claire breaking and, in and getting her out. And yeah, they get the mom out, and then now the whole second movie is them on the run, mm -hmm. trying to you know fight division. And then the third one, maybe they get enough of people to like go after division. You know what I mean? I could have been. There's there's different ways they could have won. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. There, there's potential for a, a third. I, I, a I mean, trilogy. obviously, it's been twenty years. They're not, Probably not gonna we got a better it. chance of a reboot than we do of an actual. Right. But I still feel like, like you said, there are some, it's not a perfect movie. No, 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 no. no. You, uh, there's, there's movies that I, I like, like, uh, Underworld. Underworld's right. not a great movie. No, it's I, really not. I fucking love that movie and I will put it on with a bowl of the biggest bowl of popcorn and enjoy myself. So that's what I'm saying. I understand why you like it because right. it hits those plot points. You like the superheroes, you like the, the action and everything. It's just not for me because it like lacks that story and these concepts aren't enough to keep me interested. The biggest thing I always remember when I think back on this movie, when I was watching it again, mm -hmm. I was like, Chris Evans, like you, if you took a shot for every time Chris Evans gets his ass whooped in this movie, <laughs> you'll be hammered fucking drunk by the end. Yeah, you will. He takes a beating through this whole fucking thing. He does. That part where they're in the restaurant doing the fucking uh, telekinetic fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, he's a mover and then... Uh, the main character, Demon Hajou, uh, his 
bodyguard mm-hmm. is a a mover too, but yeah. he's like a badass mover. Right, like he's been doing it for a while. That's why he's with Division, and he could do all kinds of cool shit. But that was the scene that I felt like he spawned this whole movie. But anyway, go. Ahead. But he fucking picks up Chris Evans. It just starts slamming him into fucking walls, and it looks so fucking cool. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. And like when he takes those guns out of his back pockets, yeah, and he lets them go, bro. Like that shit is so fucking cool, bro. Like I'm sorry, like. Maybe I am simple, but like that, <laughs> take all my money. It's not that you're simple. It's just what you like. You like those it's just like cool little, as fuck. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see shit that I can't do. You know what I mean? Right. Does that mean that I can't enjoy a movie because it is a it is a real thing or something like Moneyball or something? Like, there are plenty of great movies that have to do with normal shit. Yeah. But to me, like, I just want to see something I haven't seen before. Right. And mine. Um, my interest is about story development. I like characters with arcs, characters that are down on their luck. By the way, one of the best arcs that I seen last night was a uh, train to Busan. Have you seen this? I have not, but I've heard good things. Right. It's been recommended to me to death. And then it's Kendra. like a zombie train movie, ain't it? Yeah. It's Snowpiercer with zombies. That's dope. <laughs> so but I really it, like Snowpiercer. That was a good one. Yeah. I love Snowpiercer. I love Bong Joon-ho's movies. That guy is, he's, he's, a, he's getting there to my top directors, bro. hundred like, percent. Yeah. He gave me three bangers. <laughs> I didn't like, I didn't dislike any of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, obviously I liked Parasite the best, but, um, Snowpiercer was a close second for me. Mm-hmm. And then shit, I even, I even liked the other one. The host. Uh, the host, man. I thought that was cool. I know. I was telling, I was telling the wife how scary it was. Cause there was a, we were talking about the host and she's like, has Nick seen that? I'm like, yeah, we did it on the podcast and we we're talking about how similar the host is. To oh, the I fucking felt like pandemic. I was watching the COVID movie. Right. Yeah, like the monster was COVID. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really did think that. I was just like, wow, Greg. Yeah, it was pretty. pretty. I thought that's why you gave it to me. If I was being No, honest. no, no. I, like, I didn't even think about that until I, like, I rewatched it. I was like, good shit, Greg. I was like, you would bring up the fucking issues, dog. Like, <laughs> Social commentary at its finest. That's what I was saying. I was like, it would make people think without making them think. dude. <laughs> yeah, right. But, um, but what I was saying is, uh, train to Basan has like some really good character arcs. You see this person that needs to grow Mm. and that's what they do through the whole movie. And then they're a different person by the end of the movie. Those are the things that I like, but like Chris Evans doesn't really grow as a person. This is just a straightforward, like action movie. I feel like he grows a little bit. I mean, him and at first, da- he's just on his own. Him and Dakota Fanning have this like father daughter like relationship well, a, that kind of. As I said, he he she kind of shows him that it's okay to care about people again. Yeah, and but, then through all that, he finds his childhood love, which is the girl that has the super power, the super superpowers right. that they're trying to chase through this whole movie. Mm-hmm. I got to look up the cast because it's going to bother me not remembering what the <laughs> fucking girl's name right. is. Right, it's okay. I'll talk about some other things. Um, the Screamers, what were they called? Oh, dude, that was cool as fuck, too. I mean, I know we've seen that a million times, but I, but we hadn't seen it in a superhero movie until that one came out, I feel like. But I didn't see a point to them. You know what I mean? They didn't, like, affect the story. They were just kind of there to do their thing. And that's one thing that, a gripe that I had. Like, I uh, wish they would have tied into the movie a little better, um, tied into the story a little better. I thought it would have been a lot better if they would have, uh, she played Kira. <laughs> Her name is Camila Bell. She's bad, too. Yeah. Um. So Nick is Chris Evans, which, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, Cassie is Dakota Fanning. Okay. So Chris Evans and Dakota Fanning, Nick and Cassie get together and she's like, look, I know what's going to happen. Like, we got to find your friend. 
He's like, I haven't seen this girl in forever. She's not going to know me or whatever. Well, she ends up, it kind of works out to where Dakota can kind of read the future, but like she's not very good with her powers. But her mother is the best ever. But so all she knows is like her mom is like the goat yeah, yeah, yeah. of seeing the future and that she just wants to do good enough to see her mom again. Mm-hmm. And she knows that Chris Evans can somehow get her to where she needs to be. That's all she really knows. Yeah. And she tries to draw stuff in this little sketchbook. She's like, but I don't know how to draw. And she's like good enough at her powers that like she keeps them a little bit ahead of where they need to be. But they end up finding the girl. Yeah. She actually escapes, which I love that scene. It's the two of the guys. They call them, uh, I think they're no, sniffers, right? They're sniffers. Like, they're like bloodhounds. And there's two of which, uh, by the way, the one guy, he's in a ton of movies now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a great actor. And uh, the other guy, he's been in stuff too. But anyways, they're in the bathroom and they think she's using the bathroom, but she's all she has to do is make eye contact with you. Yeah. And she got you because that's how good she is. And one of them is washing their hands and like talking shit. And the other one just happens to look in the reflection of the mirror and she gets him <laughs> and she puts it in his head that this guy, his best friend, his partner killed his brother. He doesn't even have a fucking brother. <laughs> So he shoots him in the fucking head, and afterwards, uh, the big bad guy, D- uh, Demon Jaju, he uh, he's in the car with his bodyguard, and that guy's in the back. Like it was so real. I remember our whole lives together. He's like, he's like, is there anything else you need to tell me? He's like, I hate to get shot in the head because I fucked your sister that doesn't exist. He's like, I don't have a sister. <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought there was really good parts of this movie, bro. And uh, that's when he tells the dude, hey, put the gun in your mouth. Right. Because he's like, you willing to bet your life on that? He's like, yes, sir. He's like, all right. He gets him to kill himself like immediately. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like I said, the uh, the screaming family, they all have the same power except the daughter. She's a she's a mind reader, too. And she's pretty good. She actually is like probably the biggest nemesis in this movie other than the main bad guy. Uh, and she like, that's her whole thing through the movie. She keeps telling Dakota Fanning how she's going to die. Yeah. She's, I've seen how you die. I've seen how you die. Cause like, she's the one that plans on killing her, which is pretty cool because Chris Evans is like, I got something for your ass. Cause like through the whole movie, like they're trying to get away from them. Cause the, uh, the Chinese family, they're like, I, I look at them as like the triads. Like they're like a mafia family type deal. Right, right. And uh, that's an awesome fucking scene, by the way, when they're in the fish market and they just start blowing up all the fucking tanks. They, uh, oh yeah, I was going to say. Even the fish start fucking, <laughs> like, I, I just love that. I thought that was so cool. They uh, had a small budget for this movie, so they couldn't use a lot of CGI. So yeah. those fish tanks were practical. They were just blowing up fish tanks as they were running through it. That's smart. And Dakota Fanning actually got like shards like from it. Really? Because it was plastic, but you can still get cut by plastic. Right, right, so right. Um, I did not know that. That's a cool fun fact. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, so I know you were talking about Dakota Fanning and the 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 Chinese yeah. lady. And they're kind of going back and forth. The one thing that I hated, though, is another plot point is like, oh, just act like don't act like you're thinking about something and they can't. They don't know what you're about to do. Right. I don't know. It just felt super convenient. I like the plot point where she's like, my mom, they said my mom will get drunk and she could see months into the future. Oh, and then like, Dakota Fanning gets, so she gets shit faced. <laughs> that was pretty she's funny. Like, Shut up. We're going to die. And it's your fault. Like, you know, she's just like being a drunk teenager. It's yeah. funny. It's cute. It was pretty amusing. 
And then she wakes up because she sees the, 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 the people coming for him. So they get out of the hotel room like just in time type deal. Right. <sighs> Anyways, old girl is struggling because even though she didn't die from taking the super drug, it's still fucking her up because she needs more of it. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. You have to keep taking it. Oh, okay. And that's like the whole thing is like they're trying to get her free, but old boy has the antidote that's going to keep her alive. So he's still because like he's what he tells Chris Evans through the whole movie. Like, you don't know how important she is. I went through hundreds of people that died. She's the only one that we know for a fact can live through it. Like mm-hmm. you have to let us have her. Yeah. And they're lo- they're both looking for the syringe with the cure, I right. guess, uh, because somehow it's out there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's in a suitcase or whatever, but it's sitting in a locker because, uh, is it Chris Evans that puts, I think he's the one that puts it in the locker. Right. And then has his memory erased. Yeah. 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 That's right. Because that's the, that's where the whole heist thing right, comes right, right, into right. it is he has his memory. That's another plot point is the mind erasers. Just I love felt, that part though. I mean, it's a cool idea, but it just felt so convenient. Like they just added him in just so they could push this pop plot forward. Well, the more we talk about it and the more I think, I mean, I agree with you to a certain extent, like mm-hmm. the writing could have been a little bit better or a little more cohesive. Yeah. Cause it does, does feel like certain times are just like, Oh, okay. We'll just add that in there. Yeah. That's, that's just what it yeah. felt like to me. But, uh, but the action scenes were pretty cool. They were enjoyable and it's fun to watch the like telekinetic people like fight each other. I never thought this movie looked like, you know, like, like it's all like this, the, the you know, I know it doesn't have like a ton of like action action, but like it, it, I didn't know the budget was smaller. It, so it, it grounds it. Yeah. Which is a good thing because Marvel, they go so over the top right. that you take these superpowers and you kind of ground them a little bit and they feel a little bit more real. Well, and it just felt like other than the movers or I'm sorry, other than the pushers, mm-hmm. it, it didn't, uh, it didn't really feel like everybody. It didn't feel like anybody was like just overpowered everybody else. Right. You know what I mean? It felt like kind of like whatever you had, it would been like the only ones I felt like that were kind of fucking useless in a fight would be the, in the sniffers. Well, Snuffers too, yeah. Like, at least the shadow can hide somebody yeah, or yeah, themselves yeah. or but, whatever. But that's you know? the thing is, like, the only, your ability is only to hide other people. Like, yeah. Gosh, yeah. you're just a tool. <laughs> but uh, the the one lady, uh, she's been in a bunch of stuff, too. Uh, they're Sniffer because she wears the gloves or maybe it's her touch. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. She's something like that, but she does, like, the same thing. She, like, helps them find the suitcase or whatever oh, oh oh they do have the morphers they uh they change the perception of something that's right because right. the guy changes the color of the suitcase yeah yeah yeah, and everything yeah that's right and she changes the card mm-hmm. so she can win right that's right yeah i remember that now i don't know what they're called but yeah yeah that was probably one of the most convenient ones out of all of it because i almost forgot she was even in this fucking thing <laughs> uh Anyways, the, a lot of chasing, a lot of that. You get the fish market. You have the shootout, which that's when Chris Evans and the other guy find out that they're the ones that are looking for the other girl. Yeah. And that's a really good uh, area. Or that's a really good scene because, like I said, they're fighting each other. And they both know how to do it. But like I said, the other guy's way better. Well, that's the thing about the movie. I forgot to touch on that plot point, too, is it's like Chris Evans at the beginning. He doesn't really know how to use his powers, so mm-hmm. he's slowly learning how to use it. But I feel like they just fumble it. Like, there's one time, I think it's during the Screamers, where he just, like, pushes them, mm. um, telling kinetically, and uh, 
I was just like, that just felt underwhelming to me. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, now he knows how to use his powers. It just felt so like. I ain't gonna lie. I felt like one of the wasted moments is when at the end, when he's telling her, like, don't you remember me? Like, if I give you this, like, you're going to go with him and I'm never going to see you again. Like, mm-hmm. I'm willing to die. Just tell me you remember me who I am. Right. And he done wiped her shit like she don't know. Yeah. So he just shoots it in. I wish instead of him faking him out, he would have really got that shit. And then he would have been like the one that they didn't know. That's what I was kind of hoping for. I'm like, oh, right. he just took and then it. He's going to be the most bad motherfucking mo- pusher there or mover there is. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, like, yeah. That's what I was thought they were going for. But I think that's where you were like, oh, we're out of money. <laughs> so we're just going to do the old bait and switch. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, what did I inject myself with? A soy, soy sauce. sauce. Yeah. Because there's a part in the movie gross. where it's the soy sauce. That's fucking gross. Yeah. But, uh, I like the fight in the building. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was kind of stupid that, like, uh, I thought it was badass when they sent the shard of bamboo mm-hmm. through the one dude's neck, to the son's neck, because, like, for some reason, these guys just say, oh, we're just going to bring the whole fucking building down on y'all. <laughs> well, then the dad stands in the middle of all this fucking bamboo shoots. He just starts fucking, like, oh, my kids are dead. Fuck off. <laughs> you know, like, I'm just going to bring the building down. <laughs> And then Chris Evans ends up helping the building fall on him, shutting the fuck up. Um, so when they were shooting the movie, the idea was to bring that whole building down, mm. but they realized how strong bamboo was and they couldn't bring it all the way down. So they could only bring it just a little bit and they had to do some like editing tricks to make it look like it fell on him. Nice. They're like, bamboo's a lot stronger than we realized. Yeah, they real deal build that shit. They build a lot of shit out of bamboo over there. Yeah. Um. Actually, that's one of my favorite parts of Rush Hour 2. The scaffolding on one of the buildings where mm-hmm. Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker and them are fighting. All that's in a bamboo shoot. Mm-hmm. And then you watch Jackie Chan beat the fuck out of people with bamboo rods. Yeah. Like, and that fucking hurts. Right. Um, I got hit with a bamboo shoot once. Did you really? My, well, you know, not like beaten with it, but like my dad was just like, yeah, this shit's pretty tough. And they <laughs> gave me a, like a whack on my leg. And I'm like, fuck. He's like, yeah, bamboo's tough. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that what the uh, Vietnamese Muay Thai they slap bamboo on their shins to like toughen them up? Oh, That's yeah. why you see those guys kick down like trees. Right. The kickboxer. <laughs> That's the craziest shit. You ever seen a video of a guy kicking down a tree with his leg? I mean, you got to be a pretty bad motherfucker to be able to do some shit like that. Yeah, but that's what they do. They run bamboo and stuff over their shins to toughen them up. Mm. I feel like my shins are fucked. From all the years of having a little sister, she used to kick the fuck out of my shins, dude. Oh, yeah? And then playing football and then just being tall, like I trip over shit. I've, I couldn't tell you how many times. You could see in my leg tattoos how much I've scraped my fucking legs up on shit over the years. Wrapping up pal, shit like it's that. Clumsy know? motherfucker. I mean, you know, <laughs> just a tall guy living in a little world. You're right. Uh, <laughs> I say that like I'm seven foot. Like, six foot. I'm six three, yeah, like. <laughs> taller than the average bear but not much. definitely i am the average bear you know that's what they say for the world though is like five eight five nine mm-hmm. between five eight and five ten is like average height I'm yep so glad i'm not you know uh, some of us were cursed i'm five seven so i'm like right under it so i can't even be normal damn i'm a midget my wife's five three like that's crazy she is tiny and then like my kids my my son's 10 and he looks her in the eyes like it's just <laughs> weird you know <laughs> Like, thank God my genes saved them because they would have been just tiny little people. Like, now they have a shot. 
Oh, speaking of, have you ever seen In Bruges? Yes. Have you really? It is a good movie. I love that That's movie. That's like one of my favorite Call of Vero movies. Yes, yeah. it is hilarious. I was going to give it to you because yeah. I'm like, Nick would love this movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. I loved Liam Neeson in that one too. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, Everyone's good so good in that movie. The little person made me think of it. Yeah, it's it's one of those <laughs> movies you don't like. I remember I was another one. It was like SLC Punk. I just saw it on one day. Yeah. I was like, oh, I like Call of Vero. I'll give it a watch. And then like ended up watching the whole thing. I love that movie. It's a good movie. It's my new favorite movie. It's a good movie. Um, But anyway. Um, so he uh he does the whole thing where he hides the the suitcase mm -hmm. gets his mind erased but they also make these note cards yeah he writes seven letters and yeah. he's like i need you to for he goes i need you to erase my memory of writing the letters yeah and you need and they, he has like time stamps when you're supposed to open this letter because it's supposed to play out mm -hmm. um that was a cool little bit it, yeah it really reminded me of oceans 11 because they had to throw off the the chinese lady yeah, exactly. Because she was in the middle of reading his mind, and he got his mind erased, and she's like, "It was gone." She's and like, then, it's gone. And his her dad beats the fuck out of her. Like, what do you mean it's gone? He's like, "It's fucking gone." I've never seen anything like it. He ain't hearing that shit, right? Because they want that shit. Because they want to get stronger. Because mm -hmm. I think everybody feels like whoever gets it, they're gonna have to be the baddest motherfucker. But that's the thing. Like most most people die when they take it. So you're just gonna chance it? I think they thought maybe that they could break it down or find a way to dilute it or who knows you yeah know what i mean could you imagine it's like it's like nick i have i have the steroids it'll make you the most baddest motherfucker on the planet but there's a 99 percent chance you'll die so do you want to take the one percent chance to be the baddest motherfucker on earth mm, no nah, i'm good yeah see that's no, just I mean, 50 50 maybe <laughs> okay so they you know everything plays out they you know they succeed right well, I thought that was kind of crazy because, like, he gets the shit beat out of him through this whole movie, like mm -hmm. I said. And at the end, he shoots the thing in his arm, and then you just assume he fucking, his, his heart explodes or whatever, and he dies. Mm -hmm. Well, him and old girl are on the plane, and they think, like, life's all good, you know? Well, we didn't touch on the 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 guy changed her memory. She thinks him and she's Chris an Evans. agent, yeah. Yeah, she thinks she's an agent, but really... It was just him fucking they were, with her head. Yeah, they were kids together. Yeah, so they so he opens the card and it's the picture of them two together and he's like, "Kill, Kill him. him! I'll see you soon." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I love that shit. <laughs> she makes him put the gun in his mouth and uh, kill himself. I thought that was very fitting too. Like he got him the way he did the other one. No, no, no. I liked that. That was a pretty good scene. And then uh, Chris Evans and Dakota Fanning are just walking to get his mother, and then fucking scene. And this is what makes me so angry is because the mother they keep talking about how strong the mother is. We never get to see how strong the mother is. This is where they kind of messed up on the story is I think they tried to do that with the ball rolling scene. I think that was the whole I think gist. that was to show how powerful she was, but that just didn't have the impact. Well, they should have had like, I don't know, like a flashback of her, like taking down a whole building yeah. full of people. I don't know. Just something more impactful. I think it was more just to show like, even though she was so drugged up and so weak from being there so long mm -hmm. that that one little bit was all she had, but she knew that that was enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like I said, a second movie, even if you don't do the third, I feel like a second movie would have made a lot more people. That's happy. what I was thinking too, is like, now that I found out it was a trilogy, the second movie, they would go to the mother and she would show off her powers. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. So I wasn't as mad. Yeah. But... Cause I feel like first arc would have been them breaking her out. Mm -hmm. And then second arc was like, y'all shouldn't have done that. Yeah, exactly. You don't know what they're doing, what they're planning. And then act and then three. They, and then they have their own secret weapon. That's like almost as strong as her mom. And those two battle it out. 
or oh, or no. they they found someone they else f- that lived through the serum. I was gonna say that, or they found a way to perfect it to where yeah, yeah, they yeah. can just turn them into mindless fucking machines, right? That have these powers. Like you said, there's so many ways. We should have wrote the fuck out of this, bro. Like I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> we just go to right, who made this movie? Fucking <laughs> Universal. Hey guy, <laughs> I got you. Oh uh, yeah. Y'all tired of being broke? Yeah. Right, yeah. Because it would definitely take off. I mean, they should do a reboot of it. Honestly, I, I though, think dude. it's a good idea. Like, with a better script, it would work. You know what? Uh, another thing I was thinking about before I came over here, you know how great of a movie the first Boondock Saints is? Mm, yeah, it's amazing. And you've seen the second one? No, I refuse. Okay, well, don't do it. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard bad soul. things. People say that they think Boondocks is overrated. The Boondock Saints? Yeah. Or just the cartoon, the Boondocks. No, 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 Boondock Saints. They say it's kind of overrated. No, I think the first one is fantastic. Right, I think it, the same thing. It is, it is just the coolest way to do the gang because, like, at the end of the day, yeah, I root for the gangsters and movies, and you know, but the, I mean, they are criminals. They right. are terrible. Some of them are terrible monsters of people, and at the end of the day, like that's what it's all about. Like, can, don't be a piece of shit. Don't steal. Don't fucking kill people for no reason. Mm-hmm. Go to work, live your life, and be a good person. Because if you're not, we're going to find you. We're going to fucking kill you. And I just thought that was so cool because, like, you wonder, like, in, 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 especially in real life with all the bad things that, like, these organized crime families, not just them, but cartels, you know, dictators, shit like that. You always wonder, like, why there hasn't been somebody that's tried to be a real life fucking punisher. Right. Like, I think about that all the time. You actually. know what I mean? Like why has no, like, you know, like especially somebody that feels like their life is already done. Mm-hmm. They just want to die. Like whatever, you know, what a more honorable way for them to go out than to just load up with all the guns they have. And instead of going to a fucking school or a church, go down to a fucking gang, you know, to, to a gang spot or something and fucking shoot it out with them. Yeah. Right. I, I don't know. I, I, and I just thought that that was a cool way they did that in that movie because mm-hmm. these dudes are taking out fucking mob bosses like <laughs> and they're fucking amateurs. They're like, this looks like it's from a fucking bad movie. You know, uh, you're going to use the fucking roof for <laughs> <laughs> Like, I love that shit. Dude. You ever seen Gran Torino? I love Gran Torino. That's kind of what it was. He's like on his last leg and he puts all the criminals in jail. I think Gran Torino is a great movie, but I think it gets lost a little bit because of how racist Clint Eastwood's character is in that movie. <laughs> Very racist. You know what I mean? Like it shows like it does it has a great message mm-hmm. that doesn't matter how old or narrow minded you are, that if you find good people in your life that show you real love, you can change. Right. You know, and that was the thing. Like he was just this hardened, grumpy, irritable fucking old man that was just waiting to die. Like and those kids next door gave him a reason to live, gave mm-hmm. him a reason to love again. Right. And I love the ending of that movie that he gave that fucking car to that kid and her grand, his granddaughter just had that shit look on her face. And I was like, I wish this happened in real life more often for real though. No, a hundred percent. Think of how many people don't give a shit about their grandparents. They get stuck in nursing homes, shit like that. Don't ever visit them, see them, nothing like that, but still want, that little bit of change that they had set aside for you when they go. Yeah. You're still going to go out and spend that fucking money. Like you love grandma, but yeah, exactly. You fuck, you know? Mm-hmm. So I love that movie, but I feel like it turns a lot of people off because of how some of the, some of the terms he uses in that movie are just like really bad, you know? Yeah. He went for it. And it's so funny because like his son plays the kid that he's making fun of. 
like when the black guys are uh, harassing the girl next door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, don't trip, guys. It's all cool. Fuck you, white boy. That's his son. That's Scott Eastwood. Like, that's his actual son. Oh, really? He goes, they don't want to be your fucking brother, and I don't blame him. Because, like, that's just how Clint Eastwood seems like he would be in real life. You right. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't fuck with y'all at anybody. <laughs> Even white people. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that's one of those movies that I feel like if you take the time to watch it and absorb it, you'll be like, oh, this was a great movie. Yeah. But the way people get offended nowadays, I just feel like they're not going to give it a chance. They're just going to be like, oh, this, this just gave him. It's like Django. Like Django is a fantastic fucking movie, but some people can't get over the fact that white people use the N word through the whole thing. Uh, and uh, I get it. It's, it's, it's a terrible word and it's got a terrible history and I, and I get it, you know, but it's not like they were just doing it to do it. Good. You know what I mean? Like they had a purpose to drive the movie. Right. Uh, remember I was talking about the Miss Pat episode or a TV show that she did. Mm. She has an episode based on that. Cause um, they moved to a white suburban neighborhood mm. and w- her son starts befriending some of the white kids and he lets them use the N word around him. <laughs> it was so funny. They were inside the house and he's like, all right, see you later. My, and the father's like, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> So the uh, Miss Pat has a whole episode on that, but yeah. and I mean I get it, dude, because like when we grew up, like it didn't matter how long people were friends with each other. There's just certain things you don't say to each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I respect you enough not to say that, mm-hmm. and just like I don't like being called a fucking cracker or a honky or whatever the fuck, you know. They're just funny. They're I I just look at it like you know you, you shouldn't call people by what they look like, anyways. You yeah. should judge people by how they are. Hundred percent. But uh, this movie uh. I don't know, man. I enjoy it. I, I give it a seven. A seven? I give it a seven. <laughs> I like. I watched it and I still enjoyed it again. Yeah. Like I said, there's little things wrong with it, but. I like the concept. I hate the story and I hate the characters weren't developed as much as I would have liked them to. So it's a very like, I didn't hate it, but you know, there's some fun to be had. It's a I low guess. recommendation. Yeah. If you ain't got If you're else. into the superhero power thing, mm. that's pretty much who I recommend it to. Yeah, like I said, it's a fun, it's a fun action movie. Mm-hmm. And if you're into the superhero genre, but you're tired of the mainstream, yeah, this is definitely one genre, to check it out. This is like a, <laughs> it's a nice breath of fresh air from back in the past, a yeah. blast from the past, rather. Yeah, because this thing's it, almost two hundred, over ten years old now. It is, yeah. yeah. Nineteen would have made it 10. twelve years. Yeah, and uh, I think it's a good Chris Evans movie. Like, if you only think that, like, oh, man, all this dude did was play fucking Captain America. I've seen four movies in the last couple of years that had him in it that I have. I mean, I always liked him as an actor. Yeah. But it's, I've gotten even more respect for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knives Out. He did a great job in that. He did, didn't he? He did a great job in that. Um, He did great in this. He did great in Snowpiercer. Mm, yeah. God, that's some fucking good acting from him on that one. And... Uh, think of the other one i like him in not another teen movie that's the first movie i know <laughs> that's what kendra was saying she's I like stupid, i love that movie like, even he though showed a lot of character in that like like i could see somebody that worked for marvel that saw that movie back then and was like if this kid's still a thing when we get going i want to use him yeah 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 i think that kid's got a future you know what i mean Cause like I just remember him being the the main actor in that movie, and just like Man, this guy's funny as shit. I've never seen it. 
I just, it looked too dumb for me to care. It is terrible, bro. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, it's got some funny shit in it. Like, uh, Randy Quaid's got some funny lines. And, uh, I'm going to have to watch it just for fun. I have it. I'll let you borrow it, bro. I've been watching so many movies lately. It's ridiculous. Some that I've already seen, some that I haven't. You know, it's crazy. Like, I used to love spoof movies. Like, mm-hmm. when I was in high school, I used to love the fuck out of spoof movies. Yeah, but we grew up in the spoof, like, era. Well, um, from, like, 1980s to the... Well, even the even the old ones like Airplane. Mm-hmm. When my dad showed me Airplane for the first time, I thought that was the greatest fucking movie I ever saw. Like, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, I loved Hot Shot. Um, Airplanes too, not so much, but uh, um, Loaded Weapon with Sam Jackson right. and Emilio Estevez. They're making fun of Top Gun and Lethal Weapon and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that movie. Um, Val yeah, Kilmer did Shot. one, didn't he? Uh, a spoof movie, kind of back in the day. I forgot the name of it though, but it was pretty funny. Um, not another teen movie. I like that one. I mean, Scream is like to me scary movie. Scary the movie. original scary movie is so fucking hilarious. Like, it I is still to this laugh, day. It's hilarious. Still laugh just as hard. Actually, anything the Wayans brothers do. Yes, I fuck with the Wayans brothers. Same. Um, White Chicks isn't necessarily a spoof movie, but it's still hilarious. It's fucking. Uh, they would never get away with that shit now. Actually, Little Man. I haven't watched it. I like Little Man. It's I've, not great, but I do like it. Like, I have it on like a double with yeah, white, yeah. T- white Chicks, and I have not seen it. Somebody told me they're doing White Chicks, too. I, I hope so. I hope to fucking God they are, I want bro. the Wayans to make a like a strong comeback, because yes. they didn't do it with Haunted House. And, no, I didn't like those. Yeah, so I'm, I'm waiting for them to make their strong comeback again, because... I don't think Keenan likes being in movies anymore because I don't see him in shit anymore. Probably not. I haven't seen him in anything since the scary movies. This is true. Now, Marlon, Marlon's popped out here and there. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? It was Little Man. That was the last movie they did together. I swear to God. Think about really, it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, was sure. the last one they were both in. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I've seen Marlon in the haunted house and then he did the, what the 50 shades of black, which was kind of funny. I, I liked it a little bit. <laughs> Watch it. Don't get to clapping. boo. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like I, I grew up with spoof movies, man. So I enjoy them, but like I don't know, man. Some of them it just got too ridiculous, like the Meet the Spartan shit, and the Date movie, and the Disaster movie. Well, that was like one company or one guy that just kept making them over and over, and they were just getting worse by the the release. So it was like we're, just got to a point where it's like we're done. And I think he did movie forty three, if I'm not mistaken. So. Uh, that would make sense. I still want to watch that. It's I put it like this, like the fact that somebody thought that shit was funny makes me laugh. Mm. I don't know if that like makes sense. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if I just saw a bunch of people that I liked were in it. Oh, it's so a, if their little bit is good, it'll get me through the shitty. Parts. It's it's stacked cast is and it? he just called in all his favors, but they're, they're just so dumb that I'm like, the fact that you find this funny makes me laugh because it's so dumb. It just seems like one of those movies like. You gotta give it at least a watch. Yeah, like, I don't know. It was one of those ones that it's always just been out there. Yeah, I've never seen you it. Go through it like one time. Yeah, but <laughs> so I have some some things to get into. Yeah, let's a do little this. stack over here. So I went to the mall just for whatever, just to kill time, spend I love some the time, mall, man. spend some time with myself. And I went into Fye, and they had a whole steel book section. I didn't see any steel books today. Yeah, I was gonna buy one too. I. uh I've been hanging my steelbooks on the wall with magnets. So uh, I know that's so dope. I'm getting magnets. I only have four, but I'm going to get them. <laughs> it's just a nice way to display them because steelbooks always have such like nice looking covers. 
and I found a couple. I found a Goodfellas. It has like special features and everything. Beautiful. Yeah, it's a fucking gorgeous. I was like, I can't not get this. I mean, I have Goodfellas. There's so many cool, fun facts about the movie Goodfellas that you could literally just watch a, a documentary on the fun facts. Yeah, yeah. And not even watch the movie. That's how great it is. Yeah. Goodfellas is getting to that point where like, you know, Bill Burr said it and like, I agree with it. Like the Bible, he said, Goodfellas is such a good movie. There's not a wasted frame. A hundred percent. And I believe that. Yes. A hundred percent. It's damn like damn near a perfect movie. Cause he's like, even on Bill Burr, even Bill Burr, he's like on his podcast. He's like, you know, I'm on my 5,000th time watching Goodfellas and now I'm not even watching it for the shit. I'm watching it for shit. I missed. <laughs> he goes, I just noticed the shit with the red light when they're burying Billy bats. That's when the whole movie goes shit. That's what the red is to let them know they all fucked up. Yep. You know, and like it's just cool to hear Bill Bird like yell about it. But like <laughs> it's so true though, because like Goodfellas is one of those movies that's just fucking mwah. yes. And like it's crazy to me because so many people like you know through this that we've done this, I've met some people, and then like TikTok has made me so I got some movie friends on there now. And when motherfuckers tell me they haven't seen it, what? What are you doing? I'm just a big life. Scorsese guy. Why? Right? He's How could you claim to be a lover of movies and, and not, film and not and love not the greatest fuck with director? Scorsese? <laughs> like what? Or they'll be like, yeah, his best movie by far is Raging Bull. I will fucking punch you right in your shit. I mean, Raging Bull is really it's great, good. but it's not his best. It's not even his top three to me. No, it's not his top three for me. But is definitely up there. Even if you're into the artsier side and you want to put Taxi Driver in the top three, it doesn't make it. Some people love his uh his like Some people love fucking Shutter Island. I, I really enjoy it. Hey. I mean, I don't think it's a bad movie. Mm-hmm. I just fucking hated the ending so much that like I've refused to watch it again. You have to go back and appreciate the great filmmaking. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't think about the ending. Don't think about that. Cause it is great filmmaking. Yeah. Um, oh, well, I mean, there's definitely times where you look back and you're like, Oh, okay. He's definitely, it's in his fucking head. Mm-hmm. Like I could see that. Yeah. You know, I think it was just like, I don't know. I was so like, they sold it to be this kind of movie. And then when I went and saw it in theaters and I think I was only like 12 or 13 when I saw it. So like, I don't think I've mapped my mind around the whole thing. I have it on DVD. I'll probably give it a watch again when he's there. You should, because Martin Scorsese did a really good job with it, and it, it you can see his craft, and it's a it's a good movie. Really good. And it was the... No, it was the second time. Second time he had worked with uh, DiCaprio. Right. They had already done Gangs of New York, mm-hmm. which is fucking great. There's a... But there's some people that enjoy his other movies, like uh, After Hours right. and Color of Money, and those like lesser-known movies yeah. that just nobody talks about. That he just done. Uh, people tell me they love Hugo. I've I've never watched Hugo. That. Is great. People Hugo people love Hugo. Hugo is like marketed to like kids, mm. but it's a three hour kids movie, and it's pretty like it gets dense. So. I know De Niro did it, and he was like, "Oh, I had so much fun doing that movie with Marty." And I'm like, "I've never seen it." That's probably the only that and Silence are like the only ones. You haven't seen, seen After Hours? No, I haven't seen that either. It's pretty good. Um. I love the color of money though. That's a good one. Um, that's a sequel. Is it? Well, no, it's the first one, but the one after that is a. Uh, one of them is the sequel. Color there. of money too. No, it's called something else. Uh, the first one, Robert Redford. Is it Robert Redford? See the Robert Redford or. Uh, 
Paul Newman. Mm. I don't know why I always get those two mixed up, <laughs> but I've been doing that shit my entire life. I believe it's Paul Newman. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. But Paul Newman plays a pool shark. And the whole movie is about him being a pool shark. Well, the second one is Tom Cruise is the new kid on the block. And the old dude is showing him how to hustle pool. And that's the color of money. Yes. That's the second one. I can't remember what the first one's called, but that is the one of them is the color of money. Right. Whatever the sequel or whatever it is to it. But I've seen the sequel, the one with Tom Cruise. I enjoy that one. I think that's why I think it's the color of money. That's the color of money. Yes. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, the Fun one fact. before that is is just got the old guy. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. he's young. So oh, okay. It's yeah. pretty cool. I might have to check that out. As a lesser known fact, I did not know. Yeah. I saw that on a YouTube video. <laughs> I felt like I had to share that. Good old YouTube. Hey, man, I fuck with YouTube. <laughs> the, the, they don't do them anymore, but they used to have uh, seven things you didn't know about this movie. Yeah. And it would always pick a different type of movie, and that's where I learned a lot of that Godfather shit from, or... Uh, Goodfellas shit from because I did you know it's funny I did the same thing I'm like yeah I'm gonna hang up uh Godfather she's like Godfather it's like oh, I'm good I'm in Goodfellas it's just because they're both G's and they're both mob movies yeah 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 that's why I do I love the I love the Godfather oh though. it's it's another goat um even when we did our thing on Godfather three like I still enjoyed watching it even there's though some things to like 45 about five minutes between each fucking cool ass kill but like. <laughs> I still enjoy the movies right. because that's my shit. But like, yeah, it does have the best kills, bro. That helicopter scene. Jesus. I can't get over that. It's pretty great. If I, I ever get a chance to direct a fucking movie. You better believe there's going to be a helicopter scene. dog. <laughs> where they're assassinating a shitload of people <laughs> with a helicopter in a small area, in a small area. Yeah. They're nowhere to go. Fish in a barrel, baby. And some kid's going to be sitting in a theater. This asshole just ripped off Godfather 3. I know, yes, right? Yes, I did, motherfucker. Yes, I did. You enjoy that shit. You could have the person, like, <laughs> after the scene. Didn't they do that in Godfather 3? Yeah, but I did it better. <laughs> <laughs> um, And my other steelbook that I found. Dude, this was $7. Have you ever seen this movie? I haven't, bro, but it wasn't in a Netflix movie? Or an no. Amazon Prime movie no. or some shit? But it is on your list. Yeah? Yeah. I love um, Amy Adams, dude. Yeah. She's so good. And Jeremy Renner. I do like him, too. So, uh, Anna has Forrest Whitaker in here, too. So you should love it. And it's an alien movie. This is the one that we were talking about, Aliens. I'm like, I got a movie. I thought it was the one with Natalie Portman was the one you were trying to give me. That one, too. Right. Annihilation. Uh, Annihilation. Yeah, yeah. That's the one I thought you were trying to give me. So, I just bought this on Steelbook. So, do you want the other copy that I have? Bro, you know I ain't gonna turn down a Blu-ray. Yeah. yeah. So... That's why I bought that in there. Stop doing this, bro. Like, no. You keep giving me these great movies, dude. Like, I don't want two co- I don't want two copies. So we're gonna do that one on the podcast, but now you have your own copy, so I, we don't have to worry about giving it to you. Fuck yeah. So that's all I got. I just got those steel books. I but, love it when you give me the movie and I actually like the movie, so I don't feel bad about keeping it. Right. Cause like when you gave me Parasite on Blu-ray, I was like, fuck yes. Like this is badass. Yes. I didn't know this got nominated for eight. Eight Academy Awards? Um, you Did know the enemy prisoners, Sicario, that director, mm-hmm. he did that. I fucking love Sicario. And he's doing the new Dune movie. Dude, everybody keeps saying that Dune movie is shit. The the one from the eighties that No, uh, no, David I mean, yes, the one from the eighties is definitely shit, but they say the new one's shitty too. Really? They said it's just long as fuck for no reason. <laughs> 
just like the other one. They said, it's like you get to a certain point and you're just like, it's so beautiful, but I'm so don't give a fuck anymore. Like, that's what I heard. They were like, it's beautiful till it isn't. That was literally the caption for the article. It's beautiful till it isn't. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good at all. Well, I love this director. He's one of my favorites. I can't say his name. That's why I can't um, ever pronounce it. But uh, let me give it a shot. Give it a shot. If I can find it. <laughs> Villanueva or something like oh, that. David Villanueva. Yeah. Yeah. He did. Uh, he did the new Blade Runner. Yes. He did 2049. He did, which is a, another beautiful, but also great movie. He was supposed to do the second Suicide Squad. Was he? Yeah. And then they, they I mean, they took it from him. But, I, I don't think it would have worked. I like where they went with it. He, he does like darker tone, like, Dude, you know, the serious. Suicide Squad, though? I could have been right up his alley. I mean, maybe, but I like that they went the slapsticky comic route. You know, I've been thinking about that lately because, like, I've watched it about 10 times. You know, I had to before they took it off HBO Max. Right. And, uh, I've come to the conclusion I still love it, but I almost wish he hadn't went the Guardians of the Galaxy route with it. Mm. Like, I get you had to make it a little lighthearted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because that was a lot of people's gripe with the first one and shit. But it's so gory. Like, it is gory. It's gory as fuck. That's what I'm saying. It has that in it. It is. To kind of like. That is what differs it. Mm hmm. But I don't know, I just felt like he, he kind of did the same thing he did like with, with Guardians. Like, he made you love Groot. Yeah. Like, a character that nobody gave a fuck about. Like, now I love King Shark. Like, it's my favorite card, like, my favorite <laughs> fucking comic book character now. Like, but I just want King Shark shit. I don't understand, though, because he was barely in it and barely had anything he's to fucking like. fucking fantastic, the 10 minutes he's in it, though. <laughs> nom nom. I fucking love that Stallone did the voice. Like That is pretty great. Now man. I can't hear anybody else do that shit. Like... I don't know. I think he was a lighthearted part of it. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, I don't know. I think that's what James Gunn's good at. Like he takes things that you're not supposed to love and makes you love them. Nobody gave two fucks about Guardians of the Galaxy. They really didn't. I almost forgot that it was an even a fucking series <laughs> because I have two of the original uh, run of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Not a fucking soul in those comics except for uh, Michael uh, Rooker. Yeah. Michael Rooker's part. Except for that guy, Yondu, not a fucking soul is in that comic book. <laughs> he is literally the only one. Wow. And he's not even the same guy. He's a good guy in the in the, in yeah, the, yeah. In the comics, you know, it's like a full on good guy. Yeah. So, I mean, he changed some stuff, which, you know, made, I feel like made it better, but. I forgot a fun fact on the uh, Push <sighs> movie. What's up? You know how you were talking? It was based on a comic. The comic came after the movie. Really? The comic or the movie was released in February 2009. The comic didn't come out till later that year. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, I meant to say that while we were talking about the movie, but we're still doing the podcast. So I thought it was like Vertigo, like who did the comic. And it's a prequel to the movie. Oh, well, see, that that might make it better. Yeah, maybe. Um, I forgot there was another movie. Somebody said that it, there was a comic that went with it, and if you read the comic, it made it better. Hmm. I don't remember I don't what it is, but something like that, though. Yeah. But that's cool. I might have to check. For, I might have to go look for that. Mm-hmm. Um, challenge accepted so uh, we need to get serious nick let's get serious bro so you were you asked me for a favor yeah you asked me to give you a scary movie a scary movie for my birthday yeah i have been doing some serious scary movie research and the, you know. the thing about scary movies is there's so many different genres of horror right 
There's so many different ways to be scared. Right, right, right. So I, I, you don't have to do this. You don't have to say yes. I just want to offer it up as maybe we can do it as a fun thing for the podcast. Okay. I'm requesting to overtake the podcast for all of October. And every week, I'm going to give you a scary movie. Oh, it's going to be a different genre of scary movies. And we're going to whittle it down to see if I can find you the scariest movie. I love the idea. You do? I do. I love the idea. The whole month of October. The whole month of October. Every- I don't know if I want to be scared every fucking week for the entire <laughs> month of October. That is going to be tough. Um, it's just there's there so five weeks in October. <laughs> Fuck. Probably. Fuck me. But I've, I've come across so many good movies and it's like, I don't know which one to pick for right. your one pick. Right, right. So that's why I was like, I just wanted like give you horror movies all of October. You have a couple with you now? Yes. Okay. I have well, a couple with see me. see what we got. See if it's um, something I feel like I'll be scared about. Right. Um, this one's pretty popular. I'm sure you I've never you, seen it, but I did hear it was fucked up. Heard so. it was pretty creepy, so sinister. All that's right. one of the that's one of the top ones that everyone recommends. Skip that one for now. It follows. Yeah, I want to see that one too. Yeah, I've heard about that one. It's pretty creepy. Okay. Okay. I'm fucking um, with it. I haven't seen this one in a while. Oculus. I heard about it and never saw it, so I watched that one. I know you haven't seen this one, but this one is my like my new favorite. It's uh the Black Coat's daughter. My brother recommended this one and the wife just like bought it. Okay. I really, really, really like this movie a lot. Alright. Um I fuck it, bro. I'm down. I, you wanna I'll do, do it? I'll do them. And I figured in return, I'll let you overtake November and oh, yeah? you can give me whatever you want for a whole month. Oh my god, dude! I love this. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that, bro. Let's <laughs> fucking do that. And if you feel like if you've given me one and you want to change, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Black if you coats, feel like there's something better, or somebody says, "Nah, bro, this will fuck him up." Right. Watch this. Black coat's daughter, sinister, and it follows are kind of like the ones I am gonna go with. Mm. Oh, uh, the Evil Dead remake. I haven't Did you, seen it. I haven't seen it. I already got my movies now. Yeah. Yeah. I heard it was good though. It's I just rewatched it. It's so good. I love that movie, mm. but it's a different type of horror. So, right. yeah, I'm down, bro. Yeah, just tell me what order you want me to do them in. All right, I'll get them. Uh, I'll get them to you. But yeah, I thought that would be fun. Like we'll do a whole Halloween month of like just horror movies. Because what's funny is me and you don't usually fuck with horror too much. I, I mean, I, you know, I'm not a horror guy right. at all. But uh, which is actually pretty funny because <laughs> I get that a lot. You put on Halloween, bro. You must love that shit. Nah, bro. I don't like to be scared. (laughs) (laughs) I like to be happy. I don't like to be scared. Right. So, yeah. We have that to look forward to in October. We're going to do... Scream Fest of October, dude. That'll be cool (laughs) shit, man. I love that idea. Cool. Yeah, that was better than what I did. I was just going to have you do one. That's that's way better. I know, but I couldn't pick just one. I kept watching. I'm like, I want to give him this one. Because if I give you just the Black Coat's daughter, you'd be like... It's creepy, but it didn't really scare me. It's well, like, I mean, um, most places do like the whole month, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. 30 days of fucking screams or whatever, 31 days of Halloween. Mm-hmm. So I like that. I like that. The, the one a week. That's fine. That's one perfect. a week. Yep. I might even be able to make my wife watch one of these two of these with me. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be fun. Because she only likes watching scary movies if I'm there. <laughs> I'm like, you just. You do know that if a serial killer actually showed up here, I will throw you in front of me to get away, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that, but 
She doesn't know that I wouldn't. She doesn't you know, know what I mean? Yeah, right. like, <laughs> you just assume I'm a man. I'm going to fucking die for you. <laughs> right. It's like, it's like when you're sleeping in bed and like they wake you up. Go, go I heard a noise. That. No. You go look. I'll I heard wrong. a noise. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know if it comes in the room. Right. <laughs> Yo, if they're just breaking in to steal a TV, let them have it. Dude. Right. If they're coming in here to murder us, then I'll get up and do something about it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I love that shit. Like, you know, it was about equal rights. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got half a mind to let you get out and kick his ass. Oh, do you? <laughs> uh, that guy looks like he fucking shits glass standing. So, like, I don't know if I want to go out there and beat his ass. Right. Like you said, equal rights. You better equal up right now. Yeah. <laughs> you handle it like You know man. how to shoot a gun, right? All right. Pick it up and go check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny, though. My wife, I joke with her all the time. I was like, you're all about that, you know, but uh, how many groceries you carried in 13 years? Not what does many. that mean? Not many, huh? I don't know. It's just like, you know how, like, men always get called misogynistic because you say, oh, it's a woman's job to do laundry, dishes and shit. Well, like, I feel like it's very stereotypical of women to feel like, oh, this broke, so man, fix it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The grass is fucked. Go outside, mow it. Uh, This is wrong with the house. Go do that. If it's all about equal, go out there and fix the fucking gutter. Why do I have to do it? Like... But like that's how it is. My wife will go grocery shopping, and then like she just expects me to put it away, and that's like how we've done it for thirteen years. But I can pick groceries out. Can you? I can. I don't trust myself. I do grocery shop, but I always fuck shit up. And I just I, can't and- go when my mind's right because then I'll have a fucking shopping cart full of shit, like just straight filth. Oh, that's me when I'm nothing n- nutritional in that. Bitch when I'm all. when I'm shopping for myself and I'm not on any kind of diet, it's just. It looks like I'm in college still. Yeah, it looks like I and never, and my parents are just giving me shit ton yeah, of money to eat on. I don't have clean anything. No, no, like no. I'm eating all of this right out of the packaging. But yeah, there's like for some reason I get so like tunnel visioned. Like a good example is I was supposed to get corn one time. Like so easy to pick out corn. Get a can of corn. It's not mm. that hard. I somehow come home with succotash, <laughs> and it's because. I'm so focused on something else, I guess. And I seen the label and it had corn on it. I'm like, close enough. I don't look exactly what it is. So I, I have a bad habit of not paying attention to the detail when I go shopping. So I buy like random. Yeah, see, my wife doesn't take those kind of chances. She yeah. sends me the actual picture. Oh, yeah. Of what she wants. Oh, my God. And then if she wants two of them, she'll send the picture twice. <laughs> it's smart. She's not going to trust me to say, hey, I need two of the noodles one of this. She sends you two pictures She'll of send noodles. Me two pictures of noodles, one picture of sauce. <laughs> and she had to learn that the hard way because she forgot to send the second picture of she the needs, sauce. And I only came with one jar of sauce. She's like, Well, didn't you think when you got two things of noodles, you need two things of sauce? You didn't send two pictures of sauce. I love the idea. You know how usually people make grocery lists? They she has to give you a picture book. She does. You laugh. But like <laughs> If you say something basic like, yo, get me corn. Yeah. There's 30 different brands of corn, but what do you want? But if you send me the exact make that you want, you're going to get what you want every That's time. That's fucking hilarious. That's smart, but. I'm simple, yeah. but it's efficient. It is. You get what you want. That's right. Yeah. If you want me to come home with some bullshit, then just tell me what you want. But, you know, my wife, she's 
smart enough lady to realize that he's capable enough to get it done. I just have to give him the play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he'll carry it out. He'll do the mission. He just needs somebody to lay it down for him. Yeah. So that's why we make such a good team. I feel I'm the same way, but the wife hasn't caught on to that yet. Right. So she writes out the description of it. Oh, yeah. And even I still get yeah, wrong yeah, sometimes. She'd be, she'd be, yeah, your wife would hate me. <laughs> she would go, what the fuck? You got nothing I asked for. Well, you didn't write it right. <laughs> Close enough, right? I don't even know what the fuck that word is. Like, it's way too long. And you wrote in cursive. Who does that? She does. She only writes in cursive. Yeah, my wife does that shit too. Like, who the fuck does this anymore? Right. I mean, I could technically write in cursive. It would look like hieroglyphics, but mm-hmm. I mean, like, I could do it. Stop trying to keep a dead art alive. Hey, man. You know, it's weird. They don't teach kids that anymore. Nope. But if you think about it, it makes sense because, like, you don't know what the fuck you're looking at half the time. So, some people have really pretty handwriting and it's easy. And then some people have handwriting like me, and it's like, oh my God, this is a nightmare. It's because you write with your left hand. I'm left handed, bro. I can't help that. <laughs> Maybe you were meant to write with your right hand, but you just it's funny gravitated through your left hand, and now it looks like shit. When I broke my hand at work and I had to use my right hand to write shit, like, uh-huh. they were like, bro, your handwriting has gotten phenomenally better. Did they really? Yeah, and I was like, yeah, bro, it's my <laughs> other hand. They're like, you should never write with your other hand again. Right. I was like, it just doesn't feel right. But I'd have to take my time. You know, and that's why it looks so good. That's why it looks so good. Cause like I'm fucking take me 20 minutes to write one paper. Like <laughs> I'm the same way if I had to write with my left hand. Oh my God. I mean, it was at work. Luckily I only had to write like numbers and shit like that. So it didn't take me like forever, forever, but yeah. it was not easy. It was funny. Um, so I had to go out with Steven cause he was showing me how to do his job mm. so I could learn how to do it if he wasn't there. And the first day he would let me write it all down by himself. And then the second day, he didn't let me write it down halfway through. I'm like, why am I not writing anything down? I was like, could they not read my handwriting? He's like, no. Nah. <laughs> He's like, I had people calling me all day. What was this number? <laughs> so I'm just going to take this over. This shit was funny. That's hilarious. Um, but uh, back to the cursive thing. Some guy said something and it kind of it's it sounds ridiculous, but it kind of makes sense. The Constitution is written in cursive. So if you don't teach kids cursive in schools, there's going to come a point where they can't read the Constitution anymore. Oh, damn. <laughs> but there's always going to be someone that's going to be able to read cursive because they're going to learn on uh, their own. They don't need school to learn. But that was just a very like. <sighs> it's like idiocracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, everybody has been talking about that movie lately. It's because it's coming true. I know. That's like slowly but part. surely, we're going to be drinking Powerade from water fountains instead of water please love it <laughs> it's an amazing movie though i love 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 that movie i thought your brain would be bigger <laughs> your head would be bigger how does it hold it in there <laughs> <laughs> anyway it's not scannable yeah so it's a good movie oh god i didn't even pick out what movie. oh well, yes i did we're doing nocturnal animals next yeah because yeah, i already gave, gave it to, to you yeah. amy adams i did all right yeah, that uh, is that a horror or is it like a thriller? It is a thriller revenge movie. All right, it's so good. Jake Gyllenhaal, my boy. It's one of those ones like I heard about it, but I never saw it. Yeah, you know? I think you'll enjoy it. It's it's a good movie, but it's like it's really dense, and that's why I've been wanting to talk about it because there's so many like little things that you don't pick up on on the first time watching it. Right. It's so good though. What's your schedule looking like next week? <laughs> I'm only off on Wednesday. I think I'm either, I mean, like I said, I'm starting a new place. But I'll be off on Monday. So, like, right. not this coming Monday, like, not like, tomorrow Monday. Right, but, right, right. You know. Next Monday. I'm assuming I will be too, hopefully. Yeah. Jesus. But yeah, 
Yeah, we'll figure it. We'll do it then, probably. Yeah, just hit me up. Let me know. But uh, but then we'll do nocturnal animals. <laughs> Looking forward to it. <laughs> All right, later, y'all. See you.